This is Trivia for Kids, where it's not just for adults anymore. Hi, Renegade. Hi. How are you today? Good. Busy. You got a lot of stuff going on today. Yeah. Yeah. So after this, where are we headed? Soccer. You have a soccer game. And then after the soccer game, where are we headed? A track meet. Is your body ready for all this exercise you have today? Um, maybe. I don't know. Hopefully, because you got a lot of running ahead of you today, lady. And good old spring weather in Iowa. What is the weather like outside today? Not great. Not great. There's probably 20 mile an hour wind, clouds, and a chance of rain. And we get to go to a soccer game and a track meet. But I tell you, that is spring in Iowa. Like one day it's beautiful and sunny and the next day it's like this. So we're just used to it, right? Yes. And we'll just freeze a little bit and get through it. Power through. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to watch you do all these things today. So I'm excited to watch myself do it and see how good I do. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. You ready for some jokes? Yep. We got a lot of them today. The first joke comes from listener Eris. Thank you. What kind of bone will a dog never eat? Tree bone? I don't know. A trombone. Oh. The second question comes from Abigail, who is from the land down under Australia. Thanks, Abigail. What did the digital watch say? I don't know. Look, Mom, no hands. Ha, ha, ha. Get it? Yes. Yes, because the digital watch doesn't have hands. And the last question comes from Sterling and Graham. Thanks, boys. What did the baseball glove say to the ball? I don't know. Catch you later. (laughs) Three great jokes. Thanks for submitting those, guys. All right. Trivia time before track. You ready? Yep. Yup. You mean before soccer? Yeah. Sorry, I forgot so much stuff going on. Here we go. Here's how the show works. Trivia for Kids consists of five rounds with seven questions each. We will announce the answers at the end of each round. Each new round will have a different category. After the fifth round, we will have the final exam, which will test you on the toughest questions we have covered in the previous rounds. Everyone ready? Let's get started. Round number one. The category is lions. Thank you to the fifth grade lions class for this category idea. Thanks everyone. Question one. Nearly all wild lions live in Africa, but one small population exists in what Asian country? Question two, what is a group of lions called? Question three, most often 
What time of day do lions hunt? Question four: How old are male lions when they get kicked out of their family group and forced to find another? Question five: What is a symbol of a male lion's health and fighting ability to both potential mates and rivals? Question six: The roar of a lion can be heard from how far away? Question seven: True or false? Male lions do the majority of hunting for the family. And now the answers to round one. Question one: Nearly all wild lions live in Africa, but one small population exists in what Asian country? Um, I don't know. India. Oh, I never thought there were lions in India. The Asiatic lions exist in one small population around Gur Forest National Park in western India. The difference between the African lions and the Asian lions isn't very much. Asian lion manes are much sparser, darker, and less developed compared to the mane of African lions. It's also usually shorter, leaving the Asian lion's ears more visible. African lions have a fuller and more prominent mane that covers their entire head and cascades down their shoulders. So I feel like an African lion is more like Mufasa, and an Asian lion kind of looks more like Scar. Does、yeah. that make sense? Question two: What is a group of lions called? A herd. A pride. A pride of lions. Question three. Most often, what time of day do lions hunt? Evening. At night. Yay! Lions do most of their hunting at night, as their eyes have adapted to the dark, and this gives them a huge advantage over their prey. They hunt more during storms, as the noise and wind make it harder for the prey to see and hear them. That's cool. That、and、is cool.、Smart. And yeah, and smart. Question four: How old are male lions when they get kicked out of their family and forced to find another? I think I know this one. Six months. Six months was a different animal. I feel like、yeah. maybe it was the coyotes. Yeah, I think so. So lions get kicked out of their family around two years old.、Oh, well, that's better than six months. Right. Young male lions get kicked out of the pride by older males when they reach sexual maturity at about two years old. These young males then live and roam in small groups, often with brothers and cousins, until they find another pride that they could take over and breed with females. This will often lead to fights with existing males in the pride. So the boys of the family get kicked out, and then they all wander together until they find another pride to 
well, take over, basically. Interesting, huh? That's kind of sad. Question five. What is a symbol of a male lion's health and fighting ability to both potential mates and rivals? Strongness? Good guess. Their mane. Experiments show that darker and longer manes are attractive to more females, and male lions were more likely to attack blonder and shorter manes. So the longer hair you have, the better looking you are, and the tougher you look. Question six. The roar of a lion can be heard from how far away? Half of a mile? Five miles or eight what? kilometers. What? That is so far. That's hard to believe. But <laughs> that's it. Question seven. True or false? Male lions do the majority of the hunting for the family. True. It's false. What? The majority of the hunting in a group of lions is handled by the females. I whoop, whoop. everyone wrong. They will actually use intelligent hunting tactics and work as a group to trap and capture prey they would otherwise not be able to get while hunting on their own. Round two, the category is world records. Question one, this question idea comes from listener Abigail. Thanks, Abigail. What is the world record for solving a standard three by three by three Rubik's cube? Question two. How much did the heaviest baby ever born weigh? Question three. What is the record for the longest amount of time that a male has been able to hold an abdominal plank? An abdominal plank is one of those exercises where your arms are either straight or bent at the elbow and your legs are straight out behind you. Question four. How many hula hoops has a person been able to twirl at one time? Question five, what is the record for the longest consecutive time spent with the hiccups? Question six, what is the record number of times a person has survived being struck by lightning? Question seven, a man from Seoul, South Korea, holds the record for eating five what in one hour and 34 minutes? Question eight, 
Round two answers. Question one. What is the world record for solving a standard three by three by three Rubik's Cube? Ten seconds. 4.69 seconds. Wow. What's crazy is that the person who holds the record is only nine years old. Your wow. age. That's crazy. Okay, let's count to four really quick. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi. That's it. Solved a Rubik's Cube. Wow. Incredible. Well, I bet I could do that. You think so? If it was only one thing wrong. What? Like, if you only twisted it once, I bet I could Oh, if you only had one move left, you could do yeah. it? <laughs> Probably. Question two. How much did the heaviest baby ever born weigh? 159 pounds. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no. 22 pounds or 9.98 kilograms. Let's think about this. You weighed 8 pounds when you were born. This baby weighed 22 pounds. Oh. Right? So the baby boy was born in 1879 to a mother who was 7 feet 11 inches tall and a father who was 7 feet 9 inches tall. They also maintained the world record of the tallest married couple. So the tallest married couple had the heaviest baby ever born. Right? <laughs> it's a lot to take in there. Question three. What is the record for the longest amount of time a male has held an abdominal plank? Do you know what? an abdominal plank? Plank? Do you know what a plank is in exercise? So when you're like gonna do a when you're kind of like when you're gonna do a push up and your arms are straight and your legs are straight and you just hold it. Yeah. That's a plank. What's the longest time somebody has held a plank? Nine hours, thirty minutes, and one second. It was achieved by Daniel Scully in Adelaide, South Australia, on the sixth of August, twenty twenty one. So think about that. How long do you think you can hold a plank? I can I could maybe hold it for like two minutes at the most. Yeah, same. Same? This guy held it for nine hours. That's like one million times bigger. That's crazy. Two minutes. Question four. How many hula hoops has a person been able to twirl at one time? Twelve. Two hundred hula hoops. What? It showed a picture of the lady and she had them like all the way from her ankles up to her neck. And then she had like 50 on each arm and she was twirling them all at once. Wow, she's strong. Crazy. Question five. What is the record for the longest consecutive time spent with the hiccups? 12 days. 68 years. 68 years? <laughs> Charles Osborne from the United States started hiccuping in 1922 while attempting to weigh a hog before slaughtering it. He was unable to find a cure, but led a normal life in which he had two wives and fathered eight children. He continued hiccuping until a morning in February of 1990. Could you imagine that morning? You wake up and you're normal like, <gasps> and then it just stops. Imagine trying to fall asleep at night being like, <gasps> I mean, I, I'm sure he got used to it, but what a miserable way to spend 68 years. Yeah. Oh, man. Question six. 
What is the record number of times a person has survived being struck by lightning? Three. Seven times. He was an ex-park ranger named Roy C. Sullivan, who was basically the human lightning conductor from Virginia. In 1942 was the first time he was struck. He lost his big toenail. Then in 1969, he lost his eyebrows. In July of 1970, his left shoulder was seared. In 19... Like burned. In 1972, his hair was set on fire. In 1973, his new hair was reset on fire and his legs were burned. In 1976, his ankle was injured. And in 1977, he got chest and stomach burns. He earned the nickname Spark Ranger. Some of those are funny. He burned his hair. He burned his hair again. And his legs. He burned his stomach and shoulders. He lost his big toenail. Right? Yeah. Oh, boy. Poor guy. Question seven. A man from Seoul, South Korea holds the record for eating five what in one hour and 34 minutes? This is a weird one. Big Macs. I don't know. He ate five watches. In 1998, a man from Seoul, South Korea, ate five watches, the entire watch with the exception of the wristband, in one hour and 34 minutes. He eats up to 600 grams of metal per day and estimates that he has eaten approximately four tons of metal in his lifetime. Why? He must get a lot of iron. Ah, good one. But why? Why would why would you do it? I've seen in this book that this guy he eats light bulbs, everything in it. So yeah, some people do that, and I'm sure like they first did it uh, maybe as like a dare, like hey Timmy, I dare you to eat this light bulb, and then all of a sudden like Timmy's starting to try to eat like garden hoses and golf clubs and watches. I don't know. People make interesting choices. Crazy choices. Round three. The category is best-selling books. Thank you to Eris for this idea. Thank you, Eris. Question one. What book is the story of a brilliant nine-year-old girl with extraordinary powers who uses her genius to take revenge on her abusive parents and later to fight back against the horrible principal of her school? Question two. This question comes from Ben. Thanks, Ben. The Dragonette Prophecy is the first book in what series that follows seven dragon tribes that have been at war for generations, locked in an endless battle over an ancient lost treasure? Question three, what book, inspired by a true story, tells the story of Augie, a 10-year-old with facial differences who goes to a traditional school for the first time in fifth grade and the challenges he faces and overcomes? Question four, 
What little golden book tells the story of a curious puppy who digs holes under fences and who has to go to bed without any strawberry shortcake? Question five. This question comes from listener Amelia. Thank you so much. Christy, Claudia, Marianne, and Stacy are middle school entrepreneurs who start what popular business? Question six. What is Captain Underpants' signature call to action? Question seven. This question comes from Harlow and Lainey. Thanks, ladies. What series of books based on best-selling dolls features a character that explores her era and offers a dramatic understanding of the role women and girls played in shaping our country? And now the answer is two round number trace. Question one. What book is the story of a brilliant nine-year-old girl with extraordinary powers who uses her genius to take revenge on her abusive parents and later to fight back against the horrible principal of her school? Um. If I gave you a hint, I'll give you a hint. The teacher's name is Miss Honey. And the principal's name is Miss Trunchbull. No clue. Matilda. Oh, that. Have you ever read Matilda or seen the movie? Are you seriously asking me this question? Yeah. I've seen it with you. Well, then why didn't you get the answer right? Because <laughs> I haven't seen it in like three years. Question two. The Dragonette Prophecy is the first book in what series that follows seven dragon tribes that have been at war for generations, locked in an endless battle over an ancient lost treasure? Uh, is it Wings of Fire? It is Wings of Fire. First one right. <laughs> have you got? Have you read any of the Wings of Fire books? No. I've heard they're very good. Question three. What book, inspired by a true story tells the story of Augie, a 10-year-old with facial differences who goes to a traditional school for the first time in fifth grade and the challenges he faces and overcomes. Hmm. Wonder. Wonder. Yeah, you just finished this. I figured you'd get that one right. Great books, great lessons learned. Question four. What little golden book tells the story of a curious puppy who digs holes under fences and who has to go to bed without any strawberry shortcake? Pokey little puppy. The pokey little puppy. Oh my gosh. How did I get that right? Good job. I reading that at the library. I remember looking at it for Brooks. Yep. We have that book. Question five. Christy, Claudia, Marianne, and Stacy are... <laughs> Our middle school entrepreneurs who start what popular business? The Babysitter's Club. We like those. You guys have all the Babysitter's Club graphic novels. You like yeah. the graphic novels. Question six. What is Captain Underpants' signature call to action? 
Tra la la. Tra la la. <laughs> That's it. Question seven. What series of books is based on best-selling dolls and features a character that explores her era and offers a dramatic understanding of the role women and girls played in shaping our country? I have no idea. The American Girl books. You have some of those. You have the ones that are, yeah, the the ones that we got that are like talk about situations and dealing with friends or oh, dealing no. with. The American Girl books have actual historical books, and then they also have books about that help girls in just life lessons. They're great books. Round four. The category is Earth. Thank you to Aria for this idea. Thank you, Aria. Question one. What is the center layer of the Earth called? Question two. What is the most common element in Earth's atmosphere? Nitrogen, oxygen, or carbon dioxide? Question three. This question is from listener Ponza. Thank you. The outermost layer of the Earth is broken into large pieces which slowly move and form mountains, cause earthquakes, and they even rearrange the position of the continents. What are these large pieces called? Question four. How many continents does Earth have? Question five. How long does it take Earth to revolve around the sun? Question six. How many natural satellites does Earth have? Question seven. What was the name of the supercontinent that existed during the late Paleozoic era? And now the answer is to round four. Question one. What is the center layer of the earth called? Core. The core or the inner core. Thank you, Mrs. Hagdorff. <laughs> the Earth is made of the core, mantle, and crust. Is the core warm or cold? Are you just asking me this question? Yes. Warm. What's in the core? Like magma. Magma. Like basically the inside of a volcano, right? Yeah. Question two. What is the most common element in Earth's atmosphere? Nitrogen, oxygen, or carbon dioxide? Oxygen. Nitrogen. What? The Earth's atmosphere is 78% nitrogen, 21% oxygen, 0.9% argon, and 0.03% carbon dioxide. 
with trace amounts of neon, helium, methane, krypton, and hydrogen. Question 3. The outermost layer of the Earth is broken into large pieces, which slowly move and form mountains, cause earthquakes, and they even rearrange the position of the continents. What are these large pieces called? Tectonic plates. Tectonic plates! Good job! Thanks. Question. Again, thank you for Mrs. Actroff. <laughs> Question 4. How many continents does Earth have? 62. I don't know. Seven. Oh. Africa, Antarctica, Asia, Australia, Europe, North America, and South America. You thought I meant countries. So instead of Australia being a continent, some other countries say that Oceania is a continent, which includes Australia and is a region made up of thousands of islands throughout the Central and South Pacific Ocean. So I knew this because... Uh, when our Italian family was here for Christmas, my niece said something about, we were, I don't know why we were talking about the continents, and she said Oceania. And I was like, what? <laughs> That's not a continent. We say Australia. Oh, that could be. But I was so confused what she was talking about. Because she's very smart, and she said Oceania, and I was like, That's not a continent, but that's what they say it is in Italy. Question five How long does it take the Earth to revolve around the sun? The days in the year. So what's the answer? 365. 365 days. The Earth revolves around the sun every 365.26 days, a period known as an Earth year. Good job. Yay. Question six. How many natural satellites does Earth have? Like in space or on the ground? In space. Six. One. The Earth's only natural satellite is the moon. Oh, I thought you meant those things that NASA shoots up in space. Yeah, but those aren't natural. Oh, Question seven. What was the name of the supercontinent that existed during the Paleozoic era? I know this. Do not say it. Pangea. Pangea! Yay! Pangaea was a supercontinent that existed during the late Paleozoic and early Mesozoic eras. It assembled from earlier continental units approximately 335 million years ago and began to break apart about 175 million years ago. We got to learn about how, um, like, how they knew that, how scientists knew that there was Pangaea, how, like, some sites matched perfectly with others. And some ha and like two like two of them had like the same animals and same type of rocks, and one of them was, I thought was really interesting was there was a mountain form and it went into the other one, but but they found that out after they realized that they were connected. Right after they put the puzzle back together, huh? Yeah, that's really cool. Round five. The category is baseball. Thank you to two sets of brothers for this category idea. Sterling and Graham and Carter, Kirby, and Cooper. Thank you, boys. Question one. Which position player is known as one on the baseball diamond?
Question two: When a player makes a mistake on defense, it is called a what? Question three: When a batter has three balls and two strikes, what is this known as? Question four: What war weapon was specifically designed to be the size and weight of a baseball? Question five: What was Babe Ruth's real first name? Question six: Fenway Park is the oldest Major League Baseball stadium. Where is it located? Question seven: The designated hitter hits instead of who? Round five answers. So, Ren, since you just started softball season, we will see how much you know about the sport. Question one: Which player is known as one on the baseball diamond? First base. So, each position on a baseball field has a number assigned to it. Number one is the pitcher. So, when you keep the scorebook in baseball or softball. Each position has a number, and so pitcher is one, catcher is two, first base is three, second is four, third is five, shortstop is six, and then seven, eight, nine from left, center, and right field. So pitcher is the number one position. I should have known that. Question two: When a player makes a mistake on defense, what is it called? A foul. An error.、Oh, I should have guessed that. <laughs> Question three: When a batter has three balls and two strikes, what is it known as? Don't tell me. Three balls and two strikes. Um, a walk? I don't know. A full count. Oh. Have you heard of that? No. So a full count is basically like whatever the next pitch is, whether it's a ball or a strike, something's going to happen.、Uh... You're either going to get on base or you're going to strike out. Okay. Full count. Question four. What war weapon was specifically designed to be the size and weight of a baseball? Cannonball. I don't know. A hand grenade. It was thought that American soldiers would find baseball-shaped grenades easier to throw. That's pretty smart. You know, like when you're designing a grenade, you don't want it to be too light or too heavy. So they thought, oh, we'll make it the size of a baseball because people are probably used to throwing baseballs. So they'd be better at it. Question five: What was Babe Ruth's real first name? I don't know. George. His name was George Herman Ruth Jr. The only reason I know that is from the movie The Sandlot, because they say his 
real name in that movie. Oh, I thought that they only said Baby Ruth. Well, they say that too. Question six. Fenway Park is the oldest Major League Baseball stadium. Where is it located? Boston. It is home of the Boston Red Sox and home of the big green monster. What's that? So Fenway Park has this huge green wall in its outfield. It's, I don't know. I don't know why. It's just how they built the stadium, I guess. And it's called the Green Monster. Oh, I thought you were talking about someone from like Sesame Street. <laughs> Question seven. The designated hitter hits instead of who? Hits instead of the pitcher. Typically, pitchers aren't great batters. Some pitchers are, but but typically they are so focused on pitching that they don't bat or they don't want the because the pitcher is such a specific position. They don't want the, the pitcher to get hurt, like get hit on the arm or injured somehow. So they have a designated hitter that hits for the pitcher. Oh. And now it's time for the final exam. Now, remember You've heard these questions in the previous rounds, but these were the hardest ones we've had. So use your memory and try to think back to what the answers are. Question number one. The roar of a lion can be heard from how far away? Five miles or eight kilometers. Question two, what book is the story of a brilliant nine-year-old girl with extraordinary powers who uses her genius to take revenge on her abusive parents and later to fight back against the horrible principal of her school? Matilda. Question three, what was the name of the supercontinent that existed during the late Paleozoic era? Pangea. Question four. What was Babe Ruth's real first name? George. Question five. What is the most common element in Earth's atmosphere? Nitrogen. Question six. What war weapon was specifically designed to be the size and weight of a baseball? A hand grenade. Question seven. Nearly all wild lions live in Africa, but one small population exists in what Asian country? India. All right. Go get your soccer stuff on. We got to get going to your game. Are you ready? Yep. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I will leave you with this conversation topic. What is the best gift you ever received and what made it special? Thank you for listening. Thank you. Have a great week. Have a great week. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Trivia for Kids Podcast. And if you have a question idea or even an entire category, please email us at trivia4kidspodcast at gmail.com.